Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back to back winning days in the podcast. That's kind of fun to say. So let's recap the winning card for Tuesday. Well, match in action, it didn't start the best for me again. I had Akron and Eastern Michigan under the 19 and a half. No points in the first quarter. No points in the third quarter. Only six points in the fourth quarter. What did they do in that second 15 minutes? Oh, yeah, four touchdowns and scored 28 stinking points, and I lose the ticket. Then I had Toledo, first half, minus the five and a half. The Rockets had such a great start the last two games in the first half. So I decided, hey, let's lay the points on them in the first half instead of losing the under. Well, guess what? This time they had a slow and sluggy start, and they lose in the first half, and I lose the ticket. So three straight weeks betting a Toledo game for match in action, and I don't win one of them. Yeah, that's a little frustrating. My mistake there. Then I do cash one bet at least on Northern Illinois, minus the five. They get the job done against Western Michigan. So I don't go 0 and 3 in the MAC. I go 1 and 2 at least. Then in the NBA, I win my coin flip between the Pacers and the 76ers. They go over the 240 and a half, and I cash that ticket. Then surprise, surprise, second consecutive night, I hit both coin flips. I cash in the Frozen Pond as well between the Knights and the Capitals. That one stayed under the six, and I cashed the ticket. College basketball handicap goes three and one on the day. My lone loser, unfortunately, the little school hosting the big school, Northern Colorado, couldn't get the job done, plus the 10 and a half against Colorado State, so I lose that ticket. But I cash on Indiana State minus the 15 and a half against IUPUI. They cruise to an easy win and cover. I cash on Western Kentucky plus the three and a half at Murray State. They win that game outright. Then I cash on UC Davis, not once, but twice. Thank you for the votes on Twitter, and thank you for the winner, as UC Davis covers not only the two and a half, but they also cover the four and a half with the Twitter vote. They get the job done against North Dakota State. And for the second consecutive day, I make over three units. I'm kind of happy right now. So the good news for me is there's only two MAC games on the card for Wednesday. So if I go one and one and lose the juice, I'll take it right now. We don't even need to play the games. I'll take the loss with the juice. Just don't let me go 0-2. But let's get started. Game number one, it's Central Michigan at Ohio. First half under the 23 and a half. Game total is 47 in this one. All five Bobcat games with a total over 45 this season have gone under. Central Michigan has had three of their four games with a total of 47 or lower go under. So I need to cash one more of these bets in match in action. So let's do it one last time. Give me the first half under 23 and a half between Central Michigan and Ohio. Next up on the card, it's game two in match in action. It's Miami of Ohio minus the eight and a half against Buffalo. So after losing 38-3 to in the opener at Miami of Florida, Miami of Ohio has covered eight of their last nine. Of those eight wins, only the win at Cincinnati was by single digits. The other seven have been by double digits. Very impressive. Meanwhile, Buffalo is 3-7 and seven on the year. They're 5-5 five and five against the spread, but they are 4-1 and one against the spread on the road. So keep that in mind. Still for them, the last three losses for the Bulls have all been by double digits. And this Red Hawks team, once again, they're red hot. So I'm going to lay the number. Give me Miami of Ohio, minus the eight and a half at home over Buffalo. Next up, we go to the NBA. And the game I selected was the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Phoenix Suns. 
Total on this one is 227. Tails it is. I'm on the under 227 between the Timberwolves and the Suns. And by the way, in the NBA right now, I am 10 and 10 with the coin flip. We win tonight. We have a winning record. How about that? NHL, Frozen Pond. I selected the Anaheim Ducks at the Colorado Avalanche. The total on this one is six and a half. Tails it is again. So I'm on the under six and a half between the Ducks and the Avalanche. Next up, let's go to college basketball. And I don't know, the card is just a little troubling for me tonight. I feel like most of the last week, I felt like I had two to three possessions of advantage. Tonight, I feel like we're in for a sweaty night. Could come right down to the wire in each and every single game. So buckle up. Game number one, it's Loyola, Maryland, minus the three against Binghamton. So, yes, I can't pronounce names. You know that. Loyola, Maryland went 11-20 and 20 last year, but they do return the 53rd most minutes in the country, and they're projected as the sixth best team in the Patriot League this year. Binghamton went 11-18 and 18 last year. They return the 195th most minutes in the country, and they're projected to finish fourth in the America East Conference. The conferences have a similar power rank, 26th and 27th, so no major advantage there. The Bearcats of Binghamton are 1-2 and two on the season. They had a halftime lead at Northwestern, had to turn on that game. That one got interesting. They ultimately lost by 11, but they did put on a good show. Then they struggled to shoot at Pittsburgh and lost by 29. The Greyhounds, on the other hand, they're 1-1 one and one on the season. They lost by 20 at Florida to open the season. The Gators in that game actually jumped out to a 19-2 lead right away. So Loyola played within three over the final 33 minutes, and they did cover the 24-and-a-half, so not a bad showing there. Then, Loyola, Maryland bounced back with an overtime win at Brown by two, so they covered the nine-and-a-half number there as the underdog. Loyola won this meeting 84-70 to on the road last season. They actually won five of their final six games in conference last year, so they were kind of peaking towards the end of the season. Then, this offseason, they had the opportunity to take an eight-day trip to Spain over the summer to develop even more as a basketball team. So both teams are actually much better than a season ago. But I'll back the home team in this one at the short number. Give me Loyola, Maryland, minus the three over Binghamton. So here we go. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC. It's a good one. It's Boston College, minus the four and a half against Richmond. So BC went 16 and 17 last year, 84th most minutes returning, and they're projected to finish 12th in the ACC. Richmond went 15 and 18 last year. 259th most minutes returning, and they're projected to finish 11th in the Atlantic 10. So the Spiders are off to a 2-0 start this year, scoring 93 and 90 in easy wins over VMI and Siena. Boston College is also 2-0 in the season, then a 19-point win at home over Fairfield, and then a four-point win at the Citadel on Friday. Quinton Post is the one to watch tonight for the Eagles of Boston College. He's the seven-foot center, He averaged over 15 points last year. He scored 31 points in the season opener, so he should cause some major problems for the Spiders, provided he can stay out of foul trouble. Transfer guards have played well for Richmond so far, but they will be tested on the road tonight. This one is going to be a little sweaty, but I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Eagles of Boston College at home over Richmond. Next up on the card, it's a neutral site game at the Jaguar Classic in Mobile, Alabama. It's Nichols. Minus the one and a half against Denver. 
So Nichols went 12 and 15 last year, 334th most minutes returning. They're projected to finish sixth in the Southland Conference. Denver went 13 and 17 last year. They have the 174th minutes most minutes returning, and they're projected to finish dead last in the Summit League. The Pioneers of Denver lost their opener by eight at UC San Diego. Then they bounced back to crush Cal Poly by 19. Nichols should enter this game with a ton of confidence, though. They lost by 10 at a very good Tulane team and then pulled the upset at LSU last time out as a 19.5-point underdog. So the Colonels are doing well without their all-conference guard. He's only played two minutes so far this season because of an injury, I guess. Summit League is better than the Southland from top to bottom, but Nichols has more upside, so I'm going to back him. Minus the one-and-a-half against Denver at the Jaguar Classic. Then the final game of the card for you, it's Southeast Missouri State. Minus the two-and-a-half against Evansville. So Simo, we're going to call him that, went 17-17 and last year. They have the 156 most minutes returning, and they're projected to be the fifth-best team in the Ohio Valley Conference. Evansville went just 5-27 and last year, 186 most minutes returning, and they're projected to be the 11th best team in the Missouri Valley Conference. Evansville is a surprising 2-0 with an upset win over Miami of Ohio and then a 70-point win over the University of Health Sciences and Pharmacy. I needed to say that name because I've never mentioned it before. That's an interesting team name. The Redhawks are 0-2 this season with a pair of road losses. They lost by 21 at Grand Canyon. They lost by 35 at Butler. So Simo struggled from the floor in both of those, but returning home should be just what the doctor ordered. It's the first home game since making the big dance last year. I think Simo finds a way to cover this number against the Purple Aces. So I'm going to lay the two and a half with Southeast Missouri State at home over Evansville. So let's recap the card for Wednesday. In Maction football, it's Central Michigan and Ohio. First half under the 23 and a half. I'm on Miami of Ohio, minus the eight and a half against Buffalo. In the NBA, give me the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Phoenix Suns under the 227. In the NHL, I'm on the Anaheim Ducks and the Colorado Avalanche under the six and a half. College basketball, I'm on the Greyhounds of Loyola, Maryland. Minus the three against Binghamton. I'm on Boston College. Minus the four and a half against Richmond. I'm on Nichols. Minus the one and a half against Denver. I'm on Southeast Missouri State. Minus the two and a half over Evansville. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.